Okay. Welcome to episode eight. It's also the first one of 2024. Very exciting. <laughs> I'm not sure Yay. you could say weekly podcast, though. I think we're... Uh, this, Everyone this... takes a holiday break. Well, I'm Rachel, here with my brother GW, as usual. Hey, guys. And we also... <laughs> <laughs> we really love TV. Um, we host this 20-ish minute fortnightly podcast to ask and answer the question, what are you watching, with hopes we can recommend something for you all to watch. We'll each pitch the three shows or movies that we have seen in the last fortnight, categorize them, and all the recs are available at whatareyouwatchingpod.com. I have now, no idea who went first last time. so Yeah, me neither, but... I do I do think we should start with some streaming news. How do you feel about Amazon Prime's new advertising? It is part of one of my show like one of my topics for one of my show picks and I have well, some feedback. Then, then we, okay, then we can we can we can cut it out here and get back to it then. Okay, yeah, we're going to get we're going to get back to it. Don't Great. you worry. I do want to some housekeeping. I just want to say that earlier in this podcast, I did try to pitch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City to everybody. And I just want to say that if you listened and decided to watch the season, you're rewarded with a great finale and a three-part reunion that's ongoing. And so congratulations to us. It's been an, a wild ride, to say the least. Neat. So should we get into our recommendations for the week? Yeah, I think that's probably the best next step. Cool. Um, well, I'll, I'll kick it off this time. Um, I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to go back in time because a series just ended that I've uh, really enjoyed over the years. And it's on FX. And it's an animated show called Archer. It just ended? It just ended. Well, it ended, uh, I think, in the end of 2023. And okay. so I... Just finished it up over the kind of Christmas break, watched the final season. Uh, it was kind of a short season. Uh, I think it mm -hmm. got canceled halfway through or something like that. But yeah, hmm. Ar Archer's my pick. Uh, have you have you watched Archer? Is that one of – is that something you've visited often? I've definitely seen at least two seasons. But when I think okay. about Archer, I definitely think about you and your friend, friend group. I feel like it like matches that humor really well. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Archer is basically about a spy agency. The main character, Archer, Starling Archer, is uh, voiced by H. Sean Benjamin, who also is the guy from Bob's Burgers. He voices oh. Bob of Bob's Burgers. Excellent voice actor. Um, and this spy says he's the greatest spy in the world, but he's also you know, a drunk and a fuck up and all that stuff. But I will say, I think the standout talent of the whole thing, which I also think kind of comes to the reason the show ended when it did was Jessica Walter as his mom, as Mallory Archer, who ran the spy agency. Um, mm -hmm. Jessica Walter from Arrested Development, the mom from Arrested Development. Oh, Yeah, so she she passed, I think, in 2021. And so I think this is the only season, this might be the only season without her, this last one. She's just missing from it. Um, mm. it, it it's a big, big hole to fill. And I think, you know, deciding to not continue with it was completely reasonable. Other great great uh talents in that uh you got cheryl tunt who is a crazy person who you find out is also super wealthy but she's basically like the secretary at the spy agency um mm -hmm. and she is nuts you have the head of hr <laughs> pam beasley or no mm -hmm. pam poovy sorry getting a little office in my 
Archer, um, <laughs> uh, who's voiced by Amber Nash, if you know her, and then uh, Figgis, who is uh, Chris Parnell. And so, like, just all mm. all great voice actors, all great relationships. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a cast of characters. It's great voice acting. Um, you know, the the animation is enjoyable. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just great. Um, I mean, the humor is like similar to kind of a Bob's Burger American Dad. Maybe a little bit raunch, raunchier. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's definitely the humor's a little raunchy. I would say it's uh, a little more. I would say it's a uh, less family friendly than those shows, but it's yeah, it's kind of a, a similar vibe. Uh, would you recommend it, to, recommend it to our parents? That's a good question. Probably not. Probably not I something. Say that no. Would be, uh, probably not something up their alley. Um, yeah. So yeah, big fan of Archer. So it's an FX show. Is it all on Hulu? Yes, it's on Hulu. Nice. So yeah, uh, you should definitely uh, check out a couple of the early seasons and see if it tickles your fancy. My first one of the week is actually a movie. Will and I finally watched Bottoms. I don't know if you've seen it. Absolutely. Saw it in the theaters. You did go to see yeah. it in theaters? Yeah, it was great. Uh, well, we paid like whatever, $4.99 to rent it the other night through Apple. Okay. And it's a movie starring Rachel Sennett and Io Adebri. Um, Rachel from Shiva Baby and Bodies, 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 which I haven't talked about on this podcast yet, but some of the funniest mm-hmm. lines ever. And then Io, of course, from The Bear, Abbott Elementary, and more. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch as a headlining uh, person in it. Oh, yeah. He's the he's a teacher, right? Uh-huh. Marshawn Lynch yeah. as the – was it history or sex ed or like what? I think it was history, but he was uh-huh. going through what he called the Big D divorce and oh, right. basically – the premise is like two queer high school students. They start a fight club basically under the guise of building female friendships and solidarity when in reality they just wanted to get closer to their crushes. Yep. Um, and of course things go wrong. It's like the classy, classic raunchy high school rom-com. Yeah. Um, with, with a, with a queer twist. Yeah. Not boomer approved. I would say it depends on the boomer, but you're not wrong. Like, I feel like if I recommended this to our parents, I think it would be educational to be like, this is, <laughs> this is what, what Gen Z like, yep. this is what comedy is looking like the future of comedy. Um, but I just really love the two main actresses and mm-hmm. I'm excited that they got this type of film funded when historically this would have been a very like male dominated type of film. Um, so I loved it for all the female representation definitely passed the Bechdel test. Like it might not have passed the uh, reverse of the Bechdel test. Like, I don't know if two men had a conversation in the whole film, which I loved. It's pro- probably some of the, the football players probably had a conversation with each other, each other, right? Probably wasn't a good one, but. But was, and, but was it not about a girl? I don't know. That's fair. Um, But probably my favorite, like ongoing joke throughout the movie which is like not a spoiler. It's just like something they did. I just like would have loved to be in the room where they made the decision. The football players leading up to the big game wore their full football outfit to class every day, like mm-hmm. shoulder pads and everything. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> where like it definitely used to be a thing where they would just wear like their jersey during like the Friday before like a big, big game. But the fact that they were like shoulder pads, full pads, yeah, yeah, ready to tackle somebody in the hole, like. 
like multiple like weeks before this like big rivalry game like every day at school and mm-hmm. it was like every time they came on screen i was just like this is it was very camp i think yeah it's a good way of putting it i think it's a great uh plane movie i would definitely recommend it watch it on a plane yep so that's my first one cool i would highly recommend to others cool okay what's your next one all right my next one which i guess we hadn't talked about before looking at our uh our little online directory at uh what are you watching pod.com there we go jesus and it's uh it's veep oh my gosh so it's so good yeah so been watching uh veep with Haley, and man i love this show i feel like 2024 is election years are the time i watch the most political uh mm-hmm. especially political satire like or even political shows like Sometime this year, I can guarantee you I will watch The West Wing. It's just what's going to happen. I watch it basically once in election year. It gives me revived hope and democracy. Um, oh, I do it as a coping mechanism if well, maybe things don't too. go my way. Maybe that too. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, let me escape to like a Bartlett presidency. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Veep, I think, is kind of a, a great example of uh, you know people in politics you know, they're like the the show that <laughs> feels most true to me based on my experience and what I've seen is Veep. Like Veep is the most true of all the political shows. You want it to be something like The West Wing, but it's Veep. It's just a reminder that everybody is like fallible and human, uh, even people in the kind of like highest halls of power. And I think one thing that I like I know is true, but has struck me rewatching it is how mean all of the jokes like it's just such a mean show <laughs> selena meyer the vice president uh, played by julia louis dreyfus is so mean to everyone <laughs> all the time and she's just a horrible person um, yeah and most of the people around her are also terrible people um and so yeah no it's <laughs> it's just it's it's a lot of fun to watch it's definitely like uh i guess like a guilty watch the one of the more recent mm-hmm. episodes I watched was her going to a a fake big tech company, basically, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and like, you know, meeting with the you know visionary founder and you know just dealing with <laughs> San Francisco, basically, and her utter disdain for everybody <laughs> there, which is maybe the only <laughs> time in which I've agreed with her. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was just it was it that was maybe my favorite episode just because it was such a like overlapping of the kind of different interests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Different interests and worlds. Will has not seen Veep. So I keep, he hasn't seen West Wing either. And so I keep trying okay. to. He, Will needs to watch West Wing for sure. Which one should I, we do first? West Wing or Veep? Cause like, to be honest, I don't think I can sell them both in one year. That's fair. Um, Veep I... is shorter. Veep Which is, is nice. Veep is shorter, and I think they're shorter episodes too. I think content-wise, I think Will would like West Wing more. Yeah. I think Veep not, – not that Will doesn't like things that are like mean, but Veep is meaner than Will is, and I just – By far, yeah. It's just, it's just it constant might hurt insults. His soul. I would Sorry. recommend Veep to everybody. Definitely Boomer approved. I think our parents would love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely rewatchable, clearly, as this is a rewatchable. Definitely not a family-friendly watch. Not not something for kids. <laughs> oh, the episode where 
Selena Meyer realizes her library is in the shape of a vagina. It's not family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> the presidential pretty library. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. So my second show of the week is called Hollywood Houselift with Jeff Lewis. Do you know who Jeff Lewis is? No. Okay. Oh, There's a bunch of words. Mm-hmm. So this is on Amazon Freebie. Amazon Freebie is the very confusing platform, which is basically only known for jury duty. And so it's on Freebie, which means that you can watch it from the Freebie app or the Amazon Prime video app, but you're forced to watch commercials. Even if you have Prime, Amazon Prime did say that they were going to start charging an additional like $3 if you want no ads on your Prime video content. Mm -hmm. So my hope is that $3 a month, of course. My hope is that when they do that, they will merge Freebie and Prime and my $3 will get rid of ads on Freebie content as well. But I don't know. It's been a while since I've had to watch ads and I almost lost my mind while watching the show. Really did not enjoy that. But back to Jeff Lewis. Um, So this is a basically a home design and reno show. And Jeff Lewis was on Bravo for like 10 years with a show called Flipping Out. And it kind of ended unceremoniously with him like firing one of his longtime friends and employees, Jenny. And then like there was maybe like a potentially like wrongful termination suit or something. Um, He's kind of like a very like outrageous type of uh, person and boss. It's not something that I'm super proud of, but I love watching him. He's grown a lot in the last 10 years. So I think he went off air of Bravo in like 2018. And this is like his first show back after that. So it's been a while and I realized that I really do miss him. Um, He's grown a lot as a leader, but he still has a lot more to learn. Like sometimes he slips into his tendencies back in the day, but basically the show is about like celebrities getting renovations. So people like Anthony Anderson, Christina Ricci, Reggie Bush are on the show. It would have been great for a Peter's family vacation, Boomer approved, sure. because I think, you know, mom would have loved the renos. I mean, I, design. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for some HGTV in whatever form. So this is like HGTV meets Bravo. So it's like there would have been like that the renovation aspect for like our parents. But then there's like Jeff Lewis brings a lot of drama. So it would have been very fun for us. And also Jeff Lewis is very, very funny. Like, okay. I think you would love watching him. Okay. Like, he is a comedian. He also has, like, a show on Sirius XM. Like, he's, like, that's, like, basically what he did since going off Bravo. Was, like, really gotten into his radio career. Cool. Two seasons out. The second one's in progress. It drops weekly on Freebie, which is, like, the biggest downside to it. Well, that is definitely one that I will I, I will have to check out. Um, comedians helping celebrities renovate their probably incredibly nice houses. Um, yeah. Sounds sounds right in my alley. I, I love a good house renovation. I love real estate. Like, yeah, totally totally on board. Oh, it's so maybe, good. Maybe maybe the first of your reality reality-ish shows that I'm I'm happy to jump on board. This is great. I think Haley will like it too. Okay, what's your last one? All right, my final recommendation is uh in certain circles, I think a pretty controversial recommendation. All right, so Whoa. At the at the end of uh, at the end of the year, one of the uh, Christmas presents my wife got was tickets to go see the musical Les Mis here in Dallas. 
we went to Music Hall here in Dallas, which is actually where Haley and I had our wedding reception. So it was kind of cool to go back there and kind of see the same room we, you know, danced in kind of right after our wedding. We saw uh, Limas, and it's one of our favorite shows. Um, we just we absolutely mm-hmm. love the musical, and so watching it, you know, it's just it's it's a very emotional show. The music is incredible. Um, I think it it might be my favorite like music from a musical mm-hmm. across the board. It's it's just incredible. And so a couple of days later, we decided we wanted to rewatch the 2012 movie Limas when it, when it came out. Um, my wife does a, a bunch of musical theater in the musical theater circles. Lame is the movie is not beloved. Um, what? Wait, why? I feel like a lot of people saw Lame is, but they would have never seen it. I had the I movie agree. not come out. So, so I, I think like 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 with most musical movies, I would say mm-hmm. you know it definitely helped improve access. Lots of people got to see it, got exposed to a great mm-hmm. story, and basically the sentiment is. Well, but it's so much worse than the stage production. Like any of the like good stage productions are way better okay. than this. And the thing I want to uh, propose I is I, I I push back on that. Like I think yeah. it's not only a great musical movie. Um, I think it's just a great movie. Um, I think it's it's probably my favorite musical uh, movie that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the 2012 Les Mis is incredible. I think the way that they did the singing on it, where they did all live singing. So instead of ADRing over mm-hmm. like studio, they did, did like microphone in the face. Oh. So like all of it, all of it's live. So if you see them singing, they are, they are yeah. singing. Um, and it, it makes a huge difference. Um, if I remember correctly, Anne Hathaway, I think won an Oscar for being on that film for like, 20 minutes she's not around for super long she's great in it hugh jackman is excellent and a lot of people don't like hugh jackman um as jean valjean the person who gets the most hate is definitely Javert, being russell crowe i like i think russell crowe does an excellent job of acting because he's an incredible actor mm-hmm. and he he also has i think he has a little band like he he definitely sings Javert is has such a deep roster of people who have played that role and sing it in a very different and amazing way that i i just think he's gonna be i don't Mm. think he's set up to like wow people so my strong recommendation for people that love music and musicals or just like deep human emotion is (laughs) lameness from 2012 this is also one of the uh, movies that will almost certainly make me cry every time i watch it visual style of it was incredible um the singing was awesome. The orchestration was one of my favorite uh, parts because one of the downsides of most musicals is that you have such a small pit orchestra. So you have like mm-hmm. 20 musicians that you can use to kind of make this, you know, big sound. Yeah. When you do a big movie, you can kind of bring out all the guns. Okay. Pretty good recommendation to W. Was not expecting a Les Mis wreck. Fantastic recommendation. Sweet. We can go to my last one. Which you will not watch. Well, maybe. If you have a long plane ride coming up, might I recommend? It's called School Spirits, and it's on Netflix. It's starring Peyton List and Milo Mannheim, and it's based on a graphic novel. It's basically this, like, eight-episode TV series that's classified as, like, a supernatural teen drama about a girl that's stuck in the afterlife 
slash limbo at her high school. And she like meets other past teens that are also stuck there. And then it kind of turns into like a whodunit um, for her murder. It just was way better than it had any right to be. Like I started watching it on a plane because I was like, it was like, I was like panic downloading things on my phone before getting on the flight. (laughs) And I was like, Netflix was pushing it. We have a moment without content. (laughs) I mean, the like 10 minutes between when the flight takes off or when like in flight entertainment is available should not like I can't (laughs) handle it (laughs) so (laughs) it was like the perfect plane show it's like a teen drama but actually like I was like interested in the mystery the whole time and was like there were some twists and turns that like could you tell they were coming maybe maybe not like okay I I was very pleasantly surprised great okay so school spirits so this is a kind of murder mystery teen drama. Mm-hmm. Cool. And mm-hmm. you said it's just like, it just has a very compelling mystery basically to get, to kind of yeah, drive forward. Like the every story. episode you like, cool. yeah, it really drives it forward and has like some twists and turns. Mm-hmm. I think it got renewed for season two. They also get to go into the stories of the other kids that are there. So it's, there's a lot of like flashbacks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you kind of find out why, why each of them are there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Exactly. Great. Well, that sounds that 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 sounds somewhat interesting. I will uh, I will definitely take that under advisement as a possible show um, if I find myself hurriedly downloading content before a flight. I think you would love it. Great. I don't. Honestly, I think mom would like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. She. she I mean, she, she's 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 big into murder murder mysteries. Um. Yeah. Um. Good. 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 I did put a QR code on our holiday card. Excellent. For the podcast. Great. Good. And at least get those numbers up. Two people, two people have texted me and said they now follow our podcast. So 2024, the year of triple dig. Welcome, people. <laughs> Welcome. I think hi Albert. Hi Nina. There you go. Hi Peter. Hi Diana. There you go. 